this. Look what he did. What did he do? Thou hast done this. Thou art cursed above all cattle. And above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go. And dust shalt thou eat. All the days of thy life. See. Uh, then. Um, and I will put enmity. Between thee and the woman. And between thy seed. And her seed. It shall bruise her. He shall bruise thy head. And thou shalt bruise his heel. That's the government. Head. Uh, the. He he shall bruise your head. That wound your head. The seven-headed government of um, of Satan. You find that in um, Revelations 12. I think Revelations 13. Even in Daniel. It's all over. The head of um, Satan is the head of human government. See, all of the kingdoms of this world was given unto him after, after the fall. But Jesus Christ came to restore it back to the rightful owner's man. God had given it to man. And it was lost in the garden. But Jesus Christ came. And he died. He had to become a savior and died for us to restore it. So um, in 14... Verse 14, read it again. The Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle. See, the curse is not upon you and I. Okay? The curse is upon the devil. He's cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go and thus shall thou eat all the days of thy life and I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed and there's a war a constant war it shall bruise thy head remember we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Thou shalt bruise thy head. So he gave you power. He placed Satan under your feet. You don't have to go around and cry and say, the devil is on my back. He's not supposed to be there. See, you're supposed to have him under your feet. And you have power over him. Amen. You have authority over him. Whatever you bind you don't have to run to somebody uh, and they say, come on over to me and I will help you and I, I will help you to get straightened out. You know, you, you, you depend on the word of God, seeing what the word of God says. He's under your feet. Okay, you bruise his head. His head is bruised through Jesus Christ and thou shalt bruise his heel. Okay. Um then uh, we as you trace it you will find the promises was made uh unto Abraham that Abraham would have a seed. Abraham would have a seed. 
then go on down through Jacob picks it up in Genesis 49. If you go to Genesis 49, that great, uh, great chapter where Jacob was blessing, Jacob was blessing his sons. And I think uh, uh, all the blessings were so great, but it was for the latter days. If you notice uh, in chapter one, uh, 49, verse 1, look at 49 and verse 1 says, let's read, And Jacob called unto his sons and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you that which shall befall you in when? In the last days, when are we living in the last days? See, the, this prophecy was uh, given by Jacob just before he died. He called all his, his um, what was it, all of his sons. And um, that's included uh, 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 Joseph and his uh, Ephraim and, and Manasseh. At that time, Ephraim and Manasseh became a part of... Uh, of Israel. So he called all of his sons. He said gather yourselves together. Verse 1. Verse uh, Jacob called uh, unto his sons. And said gather yourselves together. That that I may tell you. That which shall befall you in the last days. See Jacob was a prophet. Okay. And verse 2 now said. Gather yourselves together and hear, ye sons of Jacob, and hearken unto uh, and hearken unto Israel your father. Remember when his name was changed, uh, when he was wrestling with the angel of the Lord, and I think Jacob asked, said, "What is your name?" And uh, the angel uh, asked Jacob also, wasn't he? "What is your name?" And my name was Jacob. Well, it says, from now on, you'll be called Israel. Okay, for as a prince, hast thou found power with God. See, and so, uh, uh, he, didn't, he did not win a wrestling match with, with the angel. Because he left wounded. Okay, limping. But his name was changed. Okay, Jacob as a prince. And... Um, uh, get back to verse 2 says stay there he says gather yourselves together and hear ye sons of Jacob and hearken unto Israel your father then go down to verse and he was blessing them then go down to verse um, is it 8 uh, Judah thou art, he, uh, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise yes verse 8 thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Okay, remember, uh, uh, it was told to Joseph, but but also um, to Judah. Uh, but uh, because Judah would bring forth a son. And uh, uh, all Israel will eventually bow to him. Jesus Christ, all nation will bow to him. The Bible says every knee shall bow and every tongue confess to the glory of God that Jesus Christ is Lord. See, now I'll show you where 
the lineage of Jesus Christ. He came from the seed of the woman in, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 14, 15. He is the seed. Now here we find him in Genesis 49. Judah thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Verse 9. Uh, Judah is a lion, lion's wealth. From the prey, my son, thou art gone up. He stooped down. He couched as a lion and as an old lion. Who shall ro uh, rose him up? Verse 10. Now notice here, verse 10, the what? The scepter, that's the ruling authority as a king. Remember, king rule with scepter, the government shall be upon his shoulder. See, he will bruise the, um, the head of the serpent. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver uh, from between his feet. See, Jesus Christ came out of Judah. Um, until, uh, until Shiloh come that's the Lord Shiloh until Shiloh come and unto him who? unto Shiloh unto Shiloh shall be the gathering of the people unto him and uh, just I know we have been gathered now but the great gathering is when that trumpet sound and uh, that day dawn that millennium day when all nations will be gathered together unto this son of, um, of Jacob that came out of Judah. Isn't this scripture wonderful? And unto him shall the gathering of the people be. You don't see much of a gathering now. You see a few thousand, and maybe occasionally a million or so. But the, the vast number of the human family today is wandering. Has gone astray. But all that is going to be turned around. See. Uh, uh, the Lord will. Um, the Lord will triumph. And as king of kings. And every knee will bow to him. And every. Tongue confess. Okay so. So there in. Um, verse. Uh, verse 10. Says. Uh, it says unto him. Shall the gathering of the people. Be. Binding his foal unto the vine, and his ass colt unto the choice born. He washed his garments in wine, and his clothes in the blood of, of grapes. Didn't he do that? He died, as, as shed his blood for us on the cross of Calvary. His eyes shall be red with wine, see, and his teeth white with um, uh, with with milk. Okay, that means. Uh, he had the word, he had the spirit, the milk, the milk. That's what we need, the milk of the word of God. So in Deuteronomy chapter 18, if you go forward now, where Moses um, prophesied, Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter, maybe you can help me find it right there, where uh, Moses says that a prophet, uh, the Lord will raise up a prophet in verse 15. See, all, see all 1815 uh, Deuteronomy. Look at that. All these promises that I'm showing you. How the word of God is so real. The Lord thy God will raise 
uh, up, are you reading? Will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee. Now, did God do that? Uh, who was that prophet? Who was that prophet? Eh? Who was the prophet? God promised to raise up a prophet. Look at it. The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee. Who was raised up? Huh? Jesus Christ. Say it out loud. That was Jesus Christ, a prophet. Okay? Remember, he's a prophet, priest, and king. The Lord will raise up unto thee a prophet of thy brethren, like unto me. See? Uh, Moses brought them out of Egypt, but he brought us out of sin. Amen. He brought us out of the world. He brought us from out of darkness, from under the power, the people that sat in darkness. Remember in Isaiah and Matthew, the um, people that sat in darkness have uh, seen a great light. Remember uh, Colossians said he, trans, uh, he delivered us from the powers of darkness and translated us into the kingdom. Of his dear son. So the Lord thy God will raise up. Unto thee a prophet. From the midst of thee. Of thy brethren. When that little baby was born. See. Uh, on that. That morning or whatever night. That he was born in the manger. See. And God raised him up didn't he. A greater prophet. Than, than Jesus Christ. Uh, has never been born. And like unto me, uh, unto him he shall listen, hearken, obey. That's the, the, the Christ, the Son of, of God. Okay? Then let me read some. According to all that thou desirest of the Lord thy God in Oreb in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see is great fire anymore that I die not. And the Lord said unto me, They have well spoken that which they have spoken. <clears throat> but verse 18 now said, I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren. Hmm? Isn't the Lord wonderful? I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren like unto thee and will put my words will put my words in his mouth and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. Now when Christ came when Christ came I'm just looking at verse 19 uh, okay, then it goes on to true prophet showing the true prophet uh, and a false prophet. When a true prophet, his word come to pass, the word that he speak. Okay, you can know a false prophet. There's nothing going on. They have nothing coming to pass. Verse verse eighteen again. I will raise them up a prophet. Who is going to do it? God is going to raise them up a prophet. You don't raise up yourself. Okay? You don't have to fight for a position. 
or overturn somebody to take it. You don't have to walk into somebody's church and try to overturn them. So you can be the pastor. That would be false, wouldn't it? You can never do that. You can never dethrone a pastor. Okay? That would be false. That would make you a false prophet. That would make you wrong. You can't do that. Because you didn't appoint. It says it's the Lord God. You see the word of God? Did he say that? I will raise them up a prophet. If the man raised himself up, then he's not a prophet. But if God raised him up, and you're fighting, you're touching God. Because that's not the order of God. It's powerful. Yeah. Scriptures, if you know it. If you don't know it, then you, you do wrong things. I will raise them up a prophet. Let's read it. Read it loud. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren. Like unto thee. Like unto Moses. And I will put my words in his mouth. Who was that prophet? Jesus Christ. Years after. I put my words in his mouth and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. But let me let me read a little more. Let's go down a little bit more. Verse um, what, verse 19 now. Look at verse 19. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words which he shall speak in my name I will require it of him. You have to pay the price. God's going to judge you. Nobody gets away. When you reject Christ or reject the word of God, you have to pay the price. God requires, what have you done with my son, Jesus Christ? Next verse says, But the prophet, which I presume to speak a word in my name. You know, presumptuous. That word there, isn't it? Become bold and presumptuous and they have a word. You've got a lot of those. Prophet, prophetess. They've got a word. Shall presume. Oh, the Lord told me. You see the spirit? To speak a word in my name. That I didn't tell them. See, uh, oh, sister, I'd like to talk to you. God gave me a word. But God didn't do it. What, what do you call that prophet? That's what make a false prophet. Giving you a word that God didn't give them. I said God did it. To deceive you. But the prophet which shall read, presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak. God didn't do it. So that means it's a lie. If God didn't tell you to do it and you're doing it, if God didn't tell you to fight the church, and God would never do that. God would never do that. Because God doesn't need you to fight the church or overturn the church. He doesn't need you. He says, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods. <laughs> if you're not speaking the word of God in truth, you're in the name of other gods. Even that prophet, what's going to happen? Shall die. God's going to cut you off. God, you're going to die. You'll die second death. The rest of the dead live not again until a thousand years were finish. You're going to resurrect and die second death. Be judged. Presume to prophesy in the name of the Lord. Verse uh, 21. 
And if thou say in thine heart, here, 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 you're saying, okay, you're kind of confused. You're young, immature, and all kind of voices is going. You're hearing all oh, this one. Your cousin is telling you that. Your auntie is saying. Your uncle is saying. Another one. There are a lot of people giving you a lot of words. And you're confused. You don't know what to do. You don't know who's right because you're immature. You, you're not mature in the word of God. So you cannot uh, 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 tell because you've not really studied the word of God. You've not listened to the word of God. You listen to too many voices. Let's read. And if thou shalt say in thy heart, I'm confused. I really don't know if pastor is right or Mr. Overturner is right. I don't know who's right. You get that? See, you, you're confused. I don't know if the church is right or not or who's right. It's dealing with you if you look at the scripture personal. If and if thou shalt say in your heart, you say nobody even know, but you're confused. You're thinking in your mind. How shall we know the word which the Lord had not spoken? I don't know who's right and who's who's wrong, confused. Alright, the Lord said, Don't be afraid. God said, I straighten that out. Look at the next verse says. When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass, you know, like, oh, I'm going to overturn, I'm going to build a church, and then you have to, you end up not having a church, not having any money, find yourself homeless on the street. You got nothing, you get what I'm saying? But you're going to do this. You're going to shake the city. But instead of that, the city shake you. Are you listening? When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, that means it didn't come to pass. They didn't do it. If the thing follow not, did not come to pass, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord had not spoken. Uh, uh, I thought they were going to do this. Nothing happened. What happened? Hmm? Are you listening now? Was that true or was that wrong? But what if you had followed that spirit? But look at you today in church. Hearing the word of God, aren't you? That is the thing. Notice. That is the thing which the Lord had not spoken. But the prophet. I mean false prophet. Had spoken it presumptuously. No fear of God. No respect. Full of the devil. Full of flesh. Thou shalt not be afraid of him. Don't be afraid of him. Tell him to beat it. Are you listening now? I don't care if it's your cousin. If your sister. If you're in-law, outlaw, whatever it might but you tell them. Get the ends. Because that's not a word from God. See, so you don't have to be afraid. Be strong in the Lord. That's what God told Joshua. Because he had a lot of enemies that he was going to drive out of the land. And God says, don't be afraid of them. 
Because you've got a captain of the host of the Lord. Jesus Christ. Are you happy? It tells you, don't be afraid of him. Stand up and rebuke him in Jesus' name because you've got power and authority. Verse 23 now says, that's it? Okay, now, we want to go forward now into, let me skip forward to Micah. And then I'll go back. Micah, the little book of Micah. Chapter 5. Micah chapter 5. Help me. Ezekiel, Daniel, Ose, Joel, Micah. Yeah, chapter... Uh, chapter... Why did I say? I cannot. Yeah, okay. Let me, it's up here. Thank you. I couldn't find my Bible. Now gather thyself in troops, O daughters of troops. He had laid siege against us. They shall smite the judge of Israel with a rod upon the cheek. That's Jesus Christ, was the judge upon his cheek. Next verse. But thou, now here's a prophet. A prophecy that came to pass. It's already fulfilled. But there's some still greater fulfillment. But the first part is already first coming. But it was a prophecy. I'm dealing with some prophecy. Deuteronomy 18. Prophecy came to pass. But yet the greater fulfillment is in the future. But thou, Bethlehem, Ephrathah. Though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth. Notice. Out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be the ruler of Israel. In Israel. Who's that? The, that that's Christ. The first time they rejected him. But there are two advents. And at the second advent, he'll be crowned as king of kings. And the Lord of Lords. And out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel. Who's going forth. Notice this beautiful. Here's a ruler. Okay. But is going forth. That means how long has he been around? Where did he come from? <laughs> okay. Did he come from the garden? Did he come from that little uh, manger stable, whatever in in the in Bethlehem? That little manger baby. Where where did he come from? Has he just showed up two thousand years ago? Look, look look at the scripture. Who are you dealing with? What God's gave us? What God is giving us? What was going to happen? But thou, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though thou be little among the thousand, that means where he was born. He wasn't born in a big old mansion, palace. He was born in a stable. The poor little uh, Bethlehem was not, uh, now it, it's well known, famous, but then it was unknown. 
Bethlehem. Hmm? Put it back up there. Yes. Go back to that verse. Verse 2 says, read it for me. Micah chapter 5, verse 2. But thou, Bethlehem, a father, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, you know, thousands of cities and places, and she was small, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel. You can't just look at something because it's small, it's small you despise it. Do not despise the days as small things. And the enemy fight you, rise up and fight us. But God gave us a remnant that you can stand there and with God, two or three is a multitude if you believe. See, the same God that when they place, what have you got here? Uh, uh, five barley loaves, is it? And two little fish. But what are these among the thousand? That's nothing. But when it's placed in the hand of Jesus, and Jesus looked up to the Father and blessed it, you couldn't run out. They had more than enough. Twelve baskets left over when they gathered it. You cannot limit God because you're poor, small. Out of thee shall be shall he come forth unto me that is to be the ruler of Israel. Out of that small town, poor, a little virgin. Okay? The things that are despised, you look down on. People look down on that. But right out of that, God brought forth a savior. God brought forth a deliverer. Yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel. That's what the Lord told that Judah, a ruler would come out of Judah. Now Micah bringing forth the same word, the same message. Who's going for it? Then Micah tells us now that this ruler, being born as a, a man, Emmanuel, God with us, but yet he's telling us now that he's going for it, <laughs> have been from of old, from everlasting. That make you want to shout. But that, that alone is worthwhile coming to church today. My, Michael the prophet says, said when, yes, yes, he came out of a poor uh, environment from a little uh, girl, virgin girl that not recognized, I mean, there was no room for, for them in the hymn. That's a hotel. It was booked up. Booked up. And the owner didn't even make space. So he, she ended up in the stable with, among the animals. Hmm? A king. And that's why Israel missed it. They were looking for a king of royal standard. Conqueror. But to be born... In a manger. 
in a stable. Oh, you don't know God, do you? God doesn't see like how we see. Because man look on the outward. But deep down, God is looking on the heart. What have you got in your heart? Are you going to serve God 2022? Are you going to give up God? Are you going to be faithful and strong in the Lord? Next year this time, you'll still be standing or you'll be wallowing all over in a donut. Looking for pleasure. Looking for something in the world. This world don't have nothing. I don't care where you go. Go to Jamaica, the most beautiful place on the face of the earth. How do I know? I came from there. But you go there for a few days and then you get tired. Hmm? You splash in the water, run out there and have all of the nice food, do everything. They serve you, make your bed, everything. <coughs> you get tired. There's nothing like the word. But you give a man his Bible and give him some time alone with God. Hallelujah. Because Jesus Christ fill you. Is going forth. As have been from what? From of old. From everlasting. Which was. Which is. And which is to come. From everlasting to everlasting. Thou art God. Micah said it, didn't he? Said it right. What's the next verse say? And therefore will he give them up. Let me read a little bit here. Will he give them up until the time that she, which travaileth, had brought forth, then the remnant of his brethren shall return unto the children of Israel. So from the first coming to the second coming, there would be a pause in between. He gave them up. Because they rejected. They gave him up. They rejected him. And he gave them up until. The time that she which travaileth had brought forth. Then the remnant of his brethren. Shall return unto the children of Israel. There's going to be a restoration. A regathering. The gathering of the Genesis. Chapter 49. Judah, unto him shall the gathering of the people be, and the scepter would never depart from Israel, from Judah, until Shiloh come. Okay? Therefore will he give them up until the time that she which travaileth had brought forth. Then the remnant of his brethren shall return unto the children of Israel. Next verse says, and he shall stand and feed in the strength of the Lord. As need uh, fed us, did he stand for three and a half years in the strength of the Lord and feed? When he stood up and he says, um, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Eat my flesh, drink my blood. Didn't he say that? Hmm? This is my, I, my, my body which was broken for you. Didn't he give the word of God? Never a man spake like this. He shall feed. Look at what he's doing now. All of this. 
the word of God. He's feeding you. This is bread. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. That 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 uh, burger and that steak will go. I mean, I know I, I had a very expensive steak the other night. I couldn't finish it. Tasty and everything, but I couldn't finish it. Why? I didn't I had enough. But boy, when I'm reading the word of God, I can go on and on and on and over again. And the next day I didn't want that steak. I had some left over. I didn't want it the next day. But the next day, see, I got up early this morning and I was reading in Jeremiah. What a what a book. Then I went to Isaiah. Then here we are now, all over the book. We're not tired of it. Huh? And he shall stand and feed in the strength of the Lord. In the majesty of the name of the Lord is God. And they shall abide for now. <laughs> shall he be great unto what? The ends of the earth. You don't see it right now. You don't see it. You cannot even mention Jesus somewhere. Men don't fear him, but it's coming. We're not going anywhere. It's coming. He's going to be the ruler. And he will stand and feed. Oh, I like this. And he shall stand and feed in the strength of the Lord. Feed us with what? Knowledge. Wisdom. Shout glory. Because this is wonderful. Verse uh, 5 says, And this man, oh, look at this. Ooh. Consider this man how great he was. And this man <laughs> shall be the peace. When the enemy comes in and attack you, you've got a man. The man Christ Jesus. And this man shall be the peace. You know, your, your mind is confused. You're tormented. You're this man. All you have to do is let him in. This man shall be the peace. When? When the Assyrian shall come into our land. Now I know under the, before there was the Assyrian enemies and so. Carried away Israel captive and all of that. We know the history. But he is coming an Antichrist. The Assyrian. When he comes in. The enemy comes in. This man shall be the peace. My, that's prophecy. Huh? This man, when the Assyrian shall come into our land, and when he shall tread in our palaces, then shall we raise against him seven shepherds and eight principal men. And that's awesome. I've never... I've never yet read a real book or hear anybody interpret that or explain that part. Seven shepherds and eight principal men. The Bible is a book of mystery. Awesome book. Verse 6 says, And they shall waste the land of Assyria with the sword and the land of Nimrod in the, it goes on in the prophecy and entrance thereof. Thus shall he deliver us from the Assyrian when he cometh into our land and when he treaded within our borders. 
all of that with the Antichrist coming. That God's going to do it. Now, I go to chapter 2. Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 2. Isn't the word beautiful? Timely. 2 and also chapter 4. Okay, let's read from good reading. From verse 1. The word that Isaiah, the son of, notice, the son of Amos. Amos, what his father saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem because the ten tribes were separated under um, Rehoboam, Jeroboam. So now it was Judah and Jerusalem. Jerusalem was the capital. Judah was the tribe. Follow me? And they were in the south, the southern tribe. The ten tribes was in the north. Next verse. And it shall come to pass. Notice. Prophecy. Prophecy. And it shall come to pass. When? In the last days. We are heading in the last days. The last days began at a Pentecost. Coming down. This long stretch of time. That the mountain. Of the Lord's house. Shall be established in the top. Of the mountains. See it's going to go on out into the millennium. Shall be established. And shall be exalted above the hills. And look what's going to happen. People not going to church. Hey look listen. There's more people that are going to flow to the mountain of the house of the Lord. Than you'll ever find. In any football stadium. These are prophecies. Or you look around and say oh. Oh. The uh, church is empty and the stadium is filled. It's going to be the other way around. It's going to be the other way around. See, because men will be pleading and running for their lives. And the football won't save you. Amen. You, you, know, you don't understand that we are living at the end. In the last days, we are... The last of the last days is upon us. Here we are. Why are we here? Why are you sitting here this morning. Hearing this word. As I take my time explaining it to you. Showing you scripture after scripture. Why? It's for your soul. Because you need it. So you gird up the loins of your mind. And said, I need this more than anything. But if you're sitting here and you're saying. Something out there for me better. I need to try it. But even then. There's nothing better. But even then. You're not going to take it with you. Because. When you lay in that cold casket. What have you got? What have you taken? And your loved ones wheel you to the. Graveside and leave you. They cry they weep. But they're going to leave you. Oh we miss you if you go to church. But what about the graveyard? I'm not trying to scare you. When you find out you. You and I will be left alone. 
But we want to get to where we're not alone. Because he promised to guide us even until death. What's the difference? Have a lot of friends now, and you're alone when you die. I mean, big crowd at your funeral, but that's it. That's far as they go, and you don't even know it. You might say, "Well, there was two thousand at his funeral, but he didn't know. We don't know if they were very different, make no different reasons. One. The important thing is that how you step over when you leave this life. I'm not trying to scare you. It shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of their Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations. When I read these scriptures, I feel like shouting. And all nations shall flow. No, you know what I mean? When like a river, let's just keep flowing without breaking. Uh, have you ever seen long line standing to get uh, uh, some shots or some something like that and uh, going to boat or you, you know only just flowing there? Well, this is different. It's like the Niagara, just nonstop. Flowing to Jerusalem. Flowing to church. Trying to get in to hear the word of the Lord. All nations shall flow unto it. To hear the word of the Messiah. Next verse says. And how many? And many people shall go and say. Come ye. Here's what, here's what they're going to say. It says come ye. And let us go up to the mountain. Of the Lord. It won't be let's come and go up to the park. And go here or go there. It will be to the mountain. Of the house. Of the Lord. To the house. Of the God of Jacob. And what's going to happen. Teach us. Of his ways. But listen. Aren't you glad for a church that you can come and hear this. And we're going to say. I've heard some of that. You go there and you know when somebody come and you say, I've heard some of that before and you're more comfortable. And you're not sitting there and it's all new. But you were in a church that that warns you, that tells you that there's coming a ruler who is going for it has been from a hold from everlasting and he's coming to the earth and he's going to establish his kingdom on Mount Zion and the nation will flow to Jerusalem and he will teach them. I want to be there. I just don't want to be in the crowd that's standing in line. But I'd like to sit on a throne. And we will walk. Look, he will teach us of his ways. Are you listening now? And we will walk in his path. For out of Zion, shout somebody, out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. You know, and people don't want to sit down and hear the word of God. They get tired. Oh, we want somebody to get up here and run around the building and shout. You need to sit down and get your Bible and let somebody explain it to you. Amen. It takes more than a shout. It takes knowledge, wisdom, understanding. The scripture tells us, as reading this morning, Jeremiah said, the Lord was going to give them pastors who would feed them, feed them with knowledge, 
and understanding. Open your mouth wide and you'll feel it. That's what God, look what God has done for you this year. Here you're sitting and God giving you this word. And you leave here with joy and you purpose in your heart and nobody can trick me. Because the word makes you smart and wise. Nobody can fool me. This Bible. There's not a lot of men left. That's explaining the word. I like this word. And the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Verse 3. Verse 4. And he shall judge. Who? That's Jesus. And he shall judge among the nations. And shall rebuke many people. And they shall beat their swords. Into plowshares farming. In other words. Instead of going to war. They go out to farm potatoes. Dig the soil. That's what a farmer. Say. I didn't know they are going to farm. See that's that's the thing. You go to somebody. Who give you some little. Um, uh, mystery butterfly idea. You're going to live in a world. Where. You sleep all day. Sit by the river all day. Is that right? You don't have to clean up. The angel is going to come and clean your bed up for you. Is that right? Fantasy world. Dream world. He says, And he shall judge among the nations and shall rebuke many people. You know why I'm rebuking them? Because of their rebellion. Let me tell you something. All through the millennium, a thousand years, there'll be rebellion. Still be rebellious people. And then when you come to the end, it climax when the devil is loose for a little season. And he goes out to deceive the nation. And what happened? He wants to overturn. You know? Overturn. The city of God with the saints. And then fire come down. And burn them up. Second day. You want to be on the right side. You want to be on God's side. But stay in the word and thank God today that you can hear this word. He said, but they're not hearing, but you're hearing it. Their spears into pruning hooks. These are all farming equipments. There's going to be a lot of farmer in the, in the kingdom. All these war equipments. In, uh, nation shall not lift up sword against nation. Nuclear weapons and all of these. You don't have to worry about Russia, China. They won't have to worry about United States, England, India. It will be, it will be peace and there will be one king. And he will be ruling from Mount Zion, Jerusalem, on the throne of his father David. God's intention is to give the kingdoms of this world to Jesus Christ. Amen. And you go in Revelations 4 and 5 when he gave him that little book. And there's spears into pruning hooks. 
Nation shall not lift up sword against nation. Neither shall they learn war anymore. Thank God. You won't have war in the church. You won't have conspiracy in the church. No. God's going to stop it. Plotting. Conspiracy. You see that's not God. Because God talk about it. Against it. There's not going to be any war. All this fighting and warring. The church. Where? The devil. Don't like church. The devil fight because the devil don't want to hear. He knew that this word would come for it this morning. He knows. He have a little idea what's coming for it in the future. So he stopped it. Want to stop it. And blot it out. You know like a fire. And he's, 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 he's old guy just stamping it out. And trying to blow it out. But the more he stamped it. The more it blazed out. Because God put fuel on it. And it keep blazing up. And look at us this morning. What a wonderful word. Neither shall they learn war anymore. No more. It's over. And if it's going to be over, why shouldn't it be in the church? Paul said, from whence come wars? Fighting. Because it comes at lot for because of your lust. You know, people want to do just what they want to do and get away with it. There's no standard, no discipline, or too much rules. Where did you get that word from? Huh? Too much rules. Look at this book. Huh? Too much rules. God's word. Full of the devil. Neither shall they learn war anymore. That's what the church is for right now. The church is disarming you. You know that? The, ch the church is trying to take away all your war weapons. Go in there and find all the weapons that you shoot. At the pastor. Even cross thighs. A weapon. Rolling your eyes at him. Pulling your hair. Talking and groaning like a wolf. When he's preaching. Those are weapons. But God takes them away. And God changes you. Where the. Lion. Eats straw like a bullock. And the wolf lay down with the lamb. Wolves don't lay down with lambs, right? Unless the lamb is in his stomach. But in the kingdom. In the kingdom, what's going to happen? It's awesome. What happened in the kingdom? The uh, lion... Eat straw like a bullock. You know why? Because God made the lion. God made the straw. The wolf will not eat that lamb anymore. Neither shall they learn. They'll close down all the war school. The training, military. And all those places will be turned into revival center. Come here, the king. God, I tell you, I can't wait. Verse 5 says, O house of Jacob, come ye and let us walk in the light 
of the Lord. No, they're not. But there's coming a time where not only Israel, but also the church is going to realize that there's nothing better than turning to God. And they're going to call, evangelize, come and let us. See that word? Let us what? Walk in the light of the Lord. That's what I've been saying this morning. Come. We've uh, 20, um, 21 or 2022. Come. And let us walk in the light of the Lord. Verse 6. Therefore thou then goes on. Therefore thou hast forsaken thy people the house of Jacob because they be replenished from the east and are soothsayers like the Philistines and they please themselves in the children of strangers. They went astray. Okay? God didn't forsake them. They forsook God. Just like how you leave the church. You, you backslide. You forsake God. God didn't forsake you. It's you. Or you listen to the wrong voice. You should have listened to the word of God. And your life would have been different. But you listen to the wrong voice. How much of the word are you getting now? How much are you hearing? Not like what you're hearing this morning. Okay. Chapter 4. Go to chapter 4. Verse. Chapter 4. Verse, verse 2. Verse 1 is also prophecy. In that day. Whenever you see that word. In that day. That's the day of the Lord. In that day shall the branch. See the branch? That's Jesus Christ. Zechariah tells you that is also the branch. In that day shall the branch of the Lord be beautiful and glorious. For us, you don't have to wait for that day. He's beautiful to you, don't he? Isn't he beautiful to you right now? And is he glorious? And the fruit of the hurt shall be excellent and comely. Those are the saints. The fruit, when you see, it's not just apple and potato and bananas and all. It's you, the saints of God, the fruit. Remember, he gave you uh, the, the, the nine fruits of the spirit. The fruit of the earth shall be excellent and comely for them that are escaped of Israel. And it shall come to pass, verse 3, and it shall come to pass that he that is left in Zion and he that remaineth in Jerusalem shall be what? Shall be called holy. Even everyone that is written among the living in Jerusalem. Ah, that's shouting. Verse 4. When the Lord shall have, here's what's going to happen. The Lord's going to wash them. Just like the Lord's going to wash the church. Revelation 1. Washed him. He loves, because he loves us in his blood. 
when the Lord shall have washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion. How is he going to do it? Because there's a fountain open in the house of David for sin and uncleanness. And shall have purged the blood of Jerusalem from the midst thereof by out the spirit of judgment and the spirit of burning. God's going to burn everything. He's going to judge and burn. That's what happened. See, when God begins to judge a church and they think it's the pastor, they rise up against the pastor. Pastor did this. Pastor didn't do it. It was God that judged it. Because God hear the words. You see, when, when you go home and you're gossiping in your little house and you're running down the things of God and you're plotting and fighting, you don't believe that there's a God. And when God turned it on you, you said, oh, pastor did that. No, it's you. It's your tongue. It's your evil. It's your sin. It's your rebellion. And you want to sin and get away with it. Because you're so special. But none of us is special. All of sin. And you cannot walk into a church and sin and get away with it. There's got to be repentance and washing and burning and judgment. How, how can we sin and blame the church? It's you. You're guilty. You're sin. And God judges you. But you want to sin and get away with it and judge the church. And God doesn't care who's your friend. God only care about the church. Are you listening to what I'm saying now? And nobody's special. All of sin. And the Lord. Verse. Verse 5. And the Lord will create. Upon every dwelling place of Mount Zion. And upon her assemblies. A cloud and smoke by day. And the shining of a flaming fire by night. For upon all the glory shall be a defense. That's where your defense is. Verse 6. Let me, let me close. And there shall be a tabernacle. For a shadow. In the daytime. That's the kingdom of God. The tabernacle of David. You go over in um, Acts. I uh, think I'll pick it up tonight. Acts 15. Where the Lord will return and rebuild. Again, the tabernacle of David that is falling down. But here's it. And there shall be a tabernacle for a shadow in the daytime from the heat. You remember that cloud by day and, and fire by night? You remember how God overshadowed them from the heat and from the cold? Huh? In the daytime from the heat for a, a place of refuge and for a covert from storms. And from rain. Nothing is going to hurt you. Or, or, or upset you. What a kingdom. Amen. Is that it? So tonight. Uh, next time we'll pick up. But I've been showing you this wonderful Jesus. And it's not finished yet. His authority. His power. His glory. Amen. So I want to tell you. We're going for it in the new year. With the word of God. Amen. With the word of Almighty God. So get ready. God bless you in Jesus name.